What's up, Active Lifers? Welcome back to the Active Life Podcast. I'm Dr. Sean Pastuch. I'm your host. Remember, when you love this episode, head to wherever you're listening to it and leave us that five-star review. It really helps. Believe it or not, leaving us a five-star review is a big deal for podcasts. It helps other people find us. And when they come to listen, they go ahead and they look. Does it have any reviews? What do the reviews look like? I'm going to give this person a shot. So if you like this podcast, and I can ask anything of you, it would be that you go to wherever you listen and you just give us five stars. It takes less than five seconds to leave five stars. Go ahead and do it. Today, I want to talk to you about the marketing tactic that you're not using because there is absolutely no way to track ROI on it. There's no way to track ROI on it because it's really not a marketing tactic. It's a human tactic. And the reason why it's worth doing is because it becomes something that is a habit you form that makes you more attractive to people. It is a habit that you form that makes you more approachable to people. It is a habit that you form that allows other people to speak highly about you more easily. And it is a habit that when you get into doing it over and over and over and over again, you will never be able to track, how did all these people find out about me and how did all these people find me? But I promise you, all of these people will find out about you and all of these people will find you. I was talking about this earlier today with my mentor, Ken Andruco, on our regular weekly calls. And what came up was we were discussing what we do when we go to the supermarket. I know it seems like a weird place for something like this to happen, but bear with me. I promise you, you will understand fairly quickly. When I was in the supermarket last week, I was telling him, I was walking down the egg and dairy aisle and there was a woman on the other side of the aisle from me who was looking at all the different cheeses and she asked somebody at the store if they could help her. The person from the store came over and I started eavesdropping, let's be honest. I started eavesdropping because I always find this kind of stuff interesting. And she started asking the person from the store, hey, which of these cheeses is the healthiest? And they they pointed out, oh, I, I think this cheese is healthy. I think this cheese is healthy. I think this cheese is healthy. You say, oh, thank you so much. And then she went right back to looking at all of the different cheeses, not really understanding why one was healthy and one was not healthy, just that this person had given her three choices and said, these three are healthy. Whether that was true or not, who knows? I turned around and I said, hey, ma'am, I overheard you talking to that person asking about which cheeses are healthy. Do you mind if I give you some advice that you can follow to make this kind of stuff easier for you in every aisle of the grocery store? And she's like, sure. And I said, when you're looking at foods that you want to buy at the grocery store, there is a simple rule that you can follow that's generally going to help you get the healthier thing. And that rule is look at the ingredient label. The fewer ingredients in the food, the healthier the food. The more of the ingredients that you can pronounce, the healthier the food. Now, that's not always going to be correct, but that is a simple rule that you can follow that will help you generally make better decisions about which foods are healthy. She says to me, wow, that's, that is really helpful. Thank you so much. How do, how do you know so much? The first thing I thought was, know so much? I know enough to look at a food label and buy food. If there's a bunch of stuff on there that looks like it was created in a lab, that, that's not food. But I, I forget that things like this I take for granted because I've spent the last 20 plus years of my life dedicated to learning about them. 
I told her I, I own, you know, a business that helps people live healthier lives from around the world. She's like, oh, that's very cool. Thank you very much. That was really, really helpful. I said, you're welcome. That person will not become a client. I didn't have a business card to give to her. If I had the mommy, I wouldn't have given one to her. It, it wasn't somebody who seemed to be looking for comprehensive support. She just wanted to buy some healthy ingredients. And maybe I didn't go far enough, to be honest. Maybe she would have been as I talked to you about it. Now, maybe she is somebody who would have been interested in more support. I'm kicking myself now. But the point is, I could have just let that go. But I didn't because it's not in my nature to let something like that go. When I got to the register, same day, same day, when I got to the register, somebody behind me in line dropped something out of their cart. Now, for them to have gotten to what they dropped, they would have had to have squeezed around their cart and grabbed it and put it on the all, you know, the whole rigmarole. It was fairly benign. And instead of them having to pull the cart out before they even got a chance to do anything, I bent over, picked up their item and put it on the, on the carousel. And again, the woman stops and says to me, different woman, she stops and says to me, thank you so much. I could see the exasperation on her that she was relieved. She wasn't going to have to move the cart and reach all the way down to the ground to get it. She maybe had a long day. Maybe she wasn't feeling great. Whatever the case might be, she was relieved to not have to pick up the thing that she dropped on the floor, like a hand lotion or whatever it was. Not going to be a client. Didn't talk to me about health and fitness. Nothing. But she was thankful that I picked up the hand lotion for her. The person who was ringing me up, said, that was very nice of you. I said, thank you. Uh, you know, I, it just seemed like the right thing to do. It wasn't a very big deal. And then I mentioned their name. Their name was on their name tag. And the person's name happened to be JD. J-D. And I said to JD, I, you know, seemed like the right thing to do. Simple thing. Uh, How are you doing today? He's like, I'm good. And then he started telling me all about his day. And I listened. And I said, hey, man, it's good seeing you. He said, yeah, good seeing you too. He's never seen me before that I know of. We, we weren't, we're not friends. I'm not trying to get him to be a client at the gym. So what's the point? Why am I talking to you about these three things that did not turn into clients? Why am I talking to you about three things that did not turn into clients, did not turn into leads, did not turn into anything that is likely to be positive for my business or my, or my local business or my online business? What's the point? The point is this. Those are reps that is developing a muscle and the muscle that is developing is doing the right thing. It is taking the extra step to have a conversation with somebody or to take an action for somebody that most other people wouldn't take. Think about the woman in the dairy and egg aisle, for example. Most of the conversations that she's having with strangers or with acquaintances throughout the day are, how you doing? Good. Yeah, me too. Great. Have a nice weekend. That's the depth of her conversation. When I came over, I asked her a question that she wasn't expecting because it was the question that I would ask anybody in my family who said to me, how do I pick a healthy cheese? I wasn't there for a quick in and out, like just, you know, say hi, make eye contact, smile and leave. That's the expected. Nothing wrong with that, but that's the expected. I was there to provide her help because she needed it. I didn't go to the grocery store looking for people to help. 
but because she needed it. I was there to provide her with help. Later on, the person drops their stuff on the floor, their hand cream. Maybe you would have picked it up too. I picked it up quickly, gave it right back to them. As soon as I heard it fall to the ground, I wanted to pick it up before they even had a chance to figure out what would have to be true for them to be able to pick it up. Got it for them, gave it back to them. When the cashier was ringing me up, I used his name. I asked him how his day was going. He told me it was good. I said, why was it good? What's so good about it? In a very curious way, not in a what's so good about it way. And I promise you that's a person who is used to most of the people who he rings out looking at their phone while he's doing his job as if he's not there. Why is this stuff important? Because you're in the business of helping people. You are in the business of helping people. And that is either something that you decide to turn on and off at your leisure, or it's something that you just turn on and it stays on. The difference is if you're turning it on and turning it off at your leisure. When you're in a situation, when somebody needs your help and they're not being overt about it, they're the person who genuinely should be a client of yours. You don't have the opportunity to let them know that you can probably help them because you don't ask the question. I'm not saying you don't. I'm speaking proverbially here. You're not asking the question. It's, hey, how are you? Good. Great. Have a great day. And that's it. That's it. Right? Someone asks, which of these cheeses are healthy? I like Havarti. Oh, great. Yeah. Hope you like it. That's not, you're not asking the question. You're not providing the support that you would give to a family member. And what happens is when you start giving that support in the grocery store to strangers, you will start to find people everywhere who need more from you. And if you talk to people the way that I'm describing right now, if this becomes a habit of yours that you start to build into your day to day, What's going to happen is you're going to have, depending on where you work and what you do throughout the day, 10, maybe 20, even 100 of these conversations every single day. If you're listening to this and you're working in a gym, you could have hundreds of these conversations every single day, every day. How you doing? Good. What are you working on today? Back and buys. Interesting. Why back and buys today? Because it's back and buys day. Cool. What's on the slate? Not pull downs. Blah, 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 blah. Is, how's that working for you? Pretty good. Awesome. Well, uh, I'd love to show you some stuff if it would be valuable for you. That, that maybe you would like. You can add to your workout or not add to your workout. And maybe they're like, you know what? I don't. Maybe maybe that wasn't even the best example, but it's an example. And you know the people in the gym who want you to help them. And you know the people in the gym who don't seem to want you to help them. But what I'm suggesting is that there's a gray zone in the middle. And the more you are looking for the opportunity to help people outside of your work environment, the more you're going to see that a lot of the people who are in that gray zone who you believe are not looking for help are actually definitely looking for help. A lot of the people who you believe that they show up and they wear headphones because they don't want anybody to talk to them, they're showing up and wearing headphones because they want to listen to music when they exercise. 
and they would love for you to help them. You don't pull their headphone out and have a conversation with them, but there is body language that people are using. There is a look that people will give you. There is a look that people have when they're navigating a gym environment that if you've seen it enough times looking for the opportunity to help somebody and risking, by the way, the fuck you, the no, thank you, step off, stop talking to me, which is going to happen. The more often that you risk that, the more likely you are going to be to be helpful to somebody. And when you are helpful to somebody, they will ask you for help when they need it. And if you've been helpful to everybody who you see all day, every day, people will know that they can start to ask you for help. And the person who you helped in the grocery store, who saw you wearing your uniform, will see that uniform logo again in your town. And they will think of you. And then maybe they start to see another thing of yours that is on Instagram that they saw by accident. And they'll think of you again. Oh, I wonder if it's that same guy. And then their friend will tell them something about something that they saw from your business. Oh, I think I met that guy in the grocery store. He was really nice. He stopped and taught me about cheese. Huh. He, I've heard he's a nice guy. Yeah, I'm going to go check him out. That's it. That's it. And that's if your conversations with other people leads to you acquiring someone as a result of a conversation, like they actually talk to each other and decide to come and work with you. Often enough, it's going to be as simple as you get into the habit of helping people so you're better able to spot people who need help and so you're more likely to be the person who provides that help than the person who is generally not looking for any way to speak with or provide support to anybody else unless there's the opportunity for them to monetize that exchange. And I promise you, that is how most people are walking around. What's in it for me? That is how most people are walking around. That's all they want to know. What's in it for me? And I promise you this, that is not what people want. When you can be helpful, when you can ask people the meaningful question, you become important to them. I'll give you one last um, example of how this actually works in my life in a way that is sometimes beneficial and sometimes not so much. I don't really like going to parties. I don't really like going to places where there's going to be a lot of small talk because I hate small talk. I don't care about small talk. I care about meaningful talk. I care about the stuff that moves the needle in people's lives. I want to be challenged. I want to challenge. I want to learn about people. I want people to learn about me. I go to parties because my kids get invited or because my wife gets invited and I'm married to her. Let's be honest about things. That's, that's generally when I'm getting invited to parties. Um, it's just not my thing. And when I'm there, if people come over and start talking to me, oh, which one's your kid? You know, those kinds of things. I'll tell them, that's my daughter. Which one's your kid? Oh, that one. Awesome. How are they doing in school? Uh, They're doing good in school. That's cool. Have you thought, um, what do you think of this thing that they're doing at recess? Right, our, our, in our school, for example, the kids get 
uh, what they call non-structured recess. It's basically a fake gym class in the classroom so that they have the ability to not have to give them as much phys ed in the schedule because it's difficult to fit. Um, I won't bore you with the, the details. But they're like, oh, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. I'm like, do you mind if I share it with you? Because I'm actually interested in someone else's perspective. And oftentimes, they'll be like, yeah, I would love to hear about it. And every once in a while, they say, I don't, I don't really care. Okay. Okay. No problem. But I have nothing left to say to that person. Right? Like, we're done. We're done. That happens. The, I'm not really, I don't really care. I don't really know. In the party setting, that happens maybe 20% of the time. The gym setting, hey, you know, what, what are you working on today? And someone's saying, oh, you know, screw off. That's one in a hundred times. The offering help to somebody in the grocery store, getting a negative response, one in a thousand times. All of this stuff builds the muscle. Stop with the small talk. Stop with the small talk. You can have it, but have it as a way to get to something more important. And when you get to that something more important, be valuable there. Be useful of the things that they share with you. Nobody wants you to talk to them about something and then do nothing with what they tell you. So be useful with it. And I promise you that the development of the muscle to have these kinds of conversations with people that are thought of in some circles, I guess you could say, as being socially awkward, right? Like it's awkward. Why would you bring up something meaningful at a party with a stranger that you don't know? Well, because what the fuck else are we supposed to talk to? It's nice outside. The pool is nice and warm. Like what, what, what are we doing there? Let's, let's have a conversation that means something. And the more often that you do that, you start to develop the muscles that allow you to bring value to people in their lives on a regular basis. You're able to go deeper in conversations. You see the opportunity to help people. And you become somebody who other people want to talk to. In the town where I live, it is rare for me to be able to walk a full block without seeing somebody who I know and stop and smile at them. Have a quick conversation with them about something. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good things are good. How's the store? Awesome. Hey, if we can do anything to be helpful with you, let me know. That's, that's happening every single block. Every block during the daytime. I see somebody at the fruit store. And if I go somewhere with my wife, what she will say, especially if we bring friends out with us, let's say that we go out to dinner and we bring a pair of friends with us. If the friends don't know me and don't know my town, the friends will say something like, what are you, the mayor of this town? Almost every single time we go somewhere because there's somebody at another table who comes over and says hello. Or I go over and say hello to somebody who's sitting at another table. The owner of the restaurant comes over and says hello. The maitre d' comes over and says hello. The manager comes over and says hello. Whatever it is. And they're not saying, hi, how was your food tonight? They're saying, hey, Sean, how are you? How's the build out of the new space coming? All that, all of that. There isn't somewhere that we go where that is not the case. And we have now hit our goal for new member enrollment in the new space in our first month, and we just missed it in our second month. And we haven't really done any advertising, and I have to believe that there are two things that contribute to that. One is our t I'm instilling in our team, and they are taking it, in full stride, living the same way, 
being known, delivering value to everybody around them. And number two, I've been doing this for years, for years. And so when I was getting ready to open a new business, people already knew who I was. They saw the logo. They knew me. They asked me about it at block parties. They asked me about it everywhere. And so we have people who are enrolling who you can't really draw a straight line to um, how they found us. They didn't see an ad. They didn't drive by. I don't know. A lot of that. And in one case, it was even somebody who, the way she would describe it is, Sean picked me up on the sidewalk. Literally what happened. I was walking out to get lunch and I was walking with Larry and we asked her questions that were meaningful and understood that we needed to help this person. So we offered her a a discovery call and a consultation. She took us up on it. She's a member now. So, a client, excuse me. Talk to everybody who wants to be talked to. Be helpful when you talk to them and screw the shallow stuff. Go deep. That's it. It's how you become the mayor of your town. It's how you become valuable. It's how you become sought after. Have yourself a great day. Turn pro. Remember, rate the podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Active Live podcast. Please remember, give us a hand, rate it, review it wherever you listen to shows. We are on a mission to humanize the healthcare industry by professionalizing the fitness industry to empower the individual to live a life unlimited by the way that their body looks, feels, or performs. If you are inspired by that mission and want to jump on the wagon, find us anywhere. Active Life Professional on Instagram, Active Life RX on Instagram. Come to me personally at Dr. Sean Pastuch. We want to welcome you onto the train. We want you to be a part of the mission. We want to offer you the opportunity to pursue this right alongside us. We're inspired by your effort and we hope to help you in your journey. Turn bro.